Blog Talk Radio. This is One on One with Jasper Cole, Hollywood's bad guy, and so much more. Actor, talent manager, producer, and more. Now he's sitting down with today's top newsmakers from entertainment, politics, pop culture, and beyond. This is One on One with Jasper Cole. Howdy, everyone, and welcome to another edition of One-on-One with Jasper Cole. This is your host, Jasper Cole, and I am live in Palm Springs, California. Let's see, it's 115 degrees with only 7% humidity, and I celebrate that because for the past two weeks, um, we've had actual humidity, God forbid. It was like, you know, for here, it was high. It was like... 20% during the day, 40% at night. And so when you couple that with, you know, 115 degrees, um, it's been brutal. But, you know, August uh, tends to be our hottest month. And so um, it's, it's interesting. I can handle the heat. I just can't handle the humidity. It just does something to me. I don't know what it is. Um, It's been crazy. But anyway, I'm so happy to be back on the air with you guys. I'm happy every week uh, when I know we're going to join each other and, and, you know, have this time together. Um, Please follow us on social media. We're at at Jasper Cole says S-A-Y-S on Twitter and Instagram. Also one-on-one J Cole. And then you can go to jaspercole.com and there's a link for the show. It's also got all of our past archive shows. We are so fortunate to be on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spricker, Stitcher. Um, what am I forgetting here? There's so many. Well, obviously, Blog Talk, all of our shows are archived on there. So um, we've been so blessed. Ten years running, still running strong. I wanted to let everyone know that there's going to be a press announcement coming up very soon. I am uh, expanding my podcast world, and I'm a producer and star of a uh, new scripted podcast that's going to be coming out soon. Uh, We've done eight episodes. It's a television uh, TV drama called The Church of Mike, and it's going to be part of my network here at Jasper Cole, one-on-one with Jasper Cole. And um, our goal is to continue to add scripted shows as we go forward. A lot of these scripted shows will also be great for television. So we're using this. um, I'm producing along with Ginger Knight Films and my client, uh, Lance Paul, and a great team of guys in Chicago. And our editor, the wonderful Michael Chancellor, who I've been working with for over 25 years and is also our editor here on this show. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited also to welcome, as always, my trusted co-host, the one and only Ralph Cole Jr. How long we live, just time will tell. We all have got to die. We know mm-hmm. that very well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hello, Jasper. Hello, Planet Eartha. I am so terrific. Thank you for how- having me. Thank you for welcoming me to your show and letting me be a part of things as always. Bitch, you work here. You act like you're a guest. This uh, is your job. Uh, this is you know what? It doesn't seem like a job, uh, Jasper. Oh, you make, I see. You, 
Now you make everything so buoyant and and so fun, you know. So I I make drudgery seem like a good time. Okay. <laughs> so wait, that, so that was a backdoor compliment. So I'm yeah. buoyant uh, and drudge. I'm very drudgery drudgerily buoyant. Okay. Oh my wow. god. I love that you posted that still photo of you. Isn't it the most? I'm staring at it now. It is fabulous. Well, I wanted to give credit to the the photographer, but I'm not going to. But it's um no anyway. But people think people think I look like Van Gogh, that lost no. an ear. Oh God, it is such a great because you know we rarely see you without your hair. And right. it just brings all the focus to your face and your eyes. Jasper, that last expression <laughs> is – no, seriously. seriously. That's my – you know that's my – we call that the Martha face. Yeah. That's but my mother's really, disapproving look. It's really, really telling, though. It's just, it was so daunting to me. So that's why I, – I know you think I'm obsessed. I really am not. I just was re-watching it again because I wrote you this. I'm not going to give it away. But I love at the end how you ad-lib. And it reminded me of, like, kids on horses. And, and you have the corral person like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> keep coming come on come on let's go let's move it you know <laughs> like the reluctant ones right and um you just did a terrific job but when i can capture moments of jasper that are non-traditional that's really exciting well thank you ralph and listen i'm speaking of in the moment so i i've mentioned to you to people before that i have a little hummingbird that sits outside my window um, and literally, she's there now. She's looking at me. And I thought, since our special guest today is the renowned psychic medium, Raymond Gusman, I know we can talk about this when he comes on. But you know, Ralph, I believe that this is our dear departed Norma Michaels, because Norma loved hummingbirds and always had hummingbirds. And in her last place here in Palm Springs, about a month before she passed, she and I were having a conversation on the patio we looked up and the hummingbirds were eating out of the feeder. And she said to me, point blank, oh, Jasper, I wish I could come back one day as a hummingbird and just be so free, right? Okay, whatever. Now, jump start. she died in December. About three months ago, I just, you know, I just happened to notice that when I sit in my office window and I look to my left, there's this little hummingbird. And he or she, now I think it's she, comes and sits literally at the window and looks at me and all of a sudden one day I just I guess as uh, Raymond would say it was no accident that I remembered the conversation and it was almost like Norma saying bitch I told you mm-hmm. <laughs> I see back she's but the the hummingbird has this really long nose and as everyone knows Norma is always proud of her three nose jobs <laughs> <laughs> being, being the actress that she was and i always say this is norma pre any plastic surgery um but it's so amazing that she sits here and i swear i will leave the room and this is not me being narcissistic i will leave the room and i'll peep around the corner and she leaves and i've had dennis come and verify this and then i'll come back and sit down and she comes back. So we put a bird feeder out there and she eats and drinks and all that good stuff. So I only, I, I segued because I literally looked out and she's here with us and she's fluffing her little feathers and 
Norma is not, as you always say, your voice will be heard. Well, Norma, mm-hmm. will, Norma will be seen today. Thank you. No, that is so fast. I've never seen a hummingbird stationary. I always mm. just see them hovering on their branches, you know, around That's the That's what branches. I mean, Ralph. And I swear to God, I, Dennis can tell you, I sit here through the glass and I have full on conversations with Norma. Like, because I'm usually doing the casting stuff or I'm doing showbiz stuff. And we have this full conversation. And I, I feel that she's, she's looking me dead in the face and listening, it's Ralph. Just- I, it's so amazing. This happened years ago when you lived on Genesee after your, I don't know, was it Martha? But somebody came back as a cat. Oh, no, that's my, that's my, well, no, that's my father's house. That's my mom and my grandmother at my dad's house. Um, I can't wait to get it, tell Raymond that story too. That's, that's still happening right now. My, my mother is that, you know, she's there as a black cat. She's been there. Oh my she, goodness! She arrived three months after she died, and she said the same very thing one day. We were laughing, and I said, "All right, mother." I said, "If I swear to God, if you leave us, and I turn around and, and another black cat, cat shows up here, I'm going to know it's you." And Ralph, I swear to God, three months later, my dad called and said, "You know, it's the damnedest thing." He goes, "This little black kitten has been up under the garage there for a few weeks, and I can't get it to come out." And I'm like, "Dad." Did you say a black cat? It turns out to be a female, and it was three months old, and my mother had been dead for three months. Oh, my God. And, wow. I want, you know, when, when Ram, Raymond comes on, I want to talk about this because I believe, you know, as, as you know, and I've talked about, you know, I was struck by lightning when I was 13. My brother was killed instantly. I've always felt like I've had these sort of um, psychic moments, or I, I think maybe – a lot of people do, and we're just not aware of it, you know, or we just aren't, we don't, we brush it off, but we don't really uh, piece it together with other things. So mm-hmm. anyway, I'm excited to have him coming on shortly, but I want to start off the show. Of course, you know, Ralph, it just seems like obviously lately, every week we've got some horrible, another horrible shooting or something that's happening in the world. But now we're, you know, Kenosha, Wisconsin, we have another uh, you know, 29-year-old black guy, Jacob Blake, shot seven times, point-blank range. Um, thank God he's alive. Sadly, it looks like he's going to be paralyzed from the waist down. And, you know, this is happening right during the Republican National Convention, right on the heels of George Floyd, right on the heels of Black Lives Matter, just the social unrest. The, the, the nation is just up in arms. And, of course, now there's all the peaceful protesting and the not so peaceful going on. And then we have this, you know, white 17 year old kid with an automatic weapon goes and shoots and kills two people and, and shoots the arm off of another person. Mm. And his his mother drove him to the, uh, to the rally from Illinois. And, you know, I just think what the fuck is going on? I, I, part of me thinks, you know what? The universe has just said, you know what, we are just going to burn, we're going to burn down, just going to burn it to the ground and start all over once we get a new administration in November, God willing, that we get Trump out of, out of office. But are you just amazed now every day, every week? It's like a new I just, event. I get goose pimples and I try to think, you know, yes, I'm numb. There are no more words. 
What can we say? Something definitive has got to be done. Why can't this officer, and you know me, I'm binary. Why can't this officer that we all saw shoot an, an armless man in the back seven times at point-blank rage range, why can we not now take that police officer and hang him and execute I, him? Yeah, and then what, Ralph, you and I are both so binary, but I agree. I mean, we have it. Uh, that, there's no. It's right there on camera in front of the. By the way, in front of Jacob's three children in the in, car who were in the car, and and the same thing for the murderer of George Floyd. If those people were, if we could immediately just buy go all this fucking paperwork and rigmarole, simply take those people, put a bag over their head, however they do it, and and lynch them and hang them and call it a day. And that would send the message to all the police forces on the planet. Like, don't be taking out no innocent bystander. Okay, it is one thing. If we had watched that video and we see Jacob before he gets to the driver's side, Mm -hmm. if he had turned around and pulled a gun out of his pants pocket, you know, out of his pants and turned around and aimed it at the police officer, then yeah, shoot the motherfucker seven times because he pulls out a gun on you. But when you are walking away from the policeman, going into the driver's seat, and then the policeman grabs your shirt and shoots you seven times, that and then they, they put him on leave with fucking pay. Of course, and this happens every time, and there's always the police unions come in. And, you know, when when people are talking about defunding the police, no one is saying literally do away with police departments. What they're saying is get rid of these fucking police unions who come in and protect the officers. It's almost impossible to fire people. And then the problem, too, is just because just because an officer gets indicted doesn't even mean he's going to be you know uh, convicted in 94% 99% of these cases the cops even after they go to trial they're um they're acquitted i mean exactly. i don't know how many more and but you know how part many, of me is yeah, like exactly go go on no well, no i'm just saying part of me is like when you go back to what we were saying about the virus the you know there's the pandemic the the economy there's trump there's all this civil unrest. It's like now, now in the midst of all this, we had two huge hurricanes yesterday. So FEMA, the Federal Emergency Agency that normally would come in during a, a disaster, Trump depleted all that. He, he, he took those funds to put into the unemployment stuff. He is such a fucking disaster. But meanwhile, on a parallel universe, you can flip over on tonight's television and watch this like totalitarian dictator like ceremony going on talking about how great the world is. And now, you know, and the other thing, like this white kid that just decided to go over to Wisconsin from Illinois, it's similar to the, the, the wealthy white couple in Missouri that took out the machine guns in their neighborhood a couple months ago and were pointing on that all the, you know, God forbid there were some black people walking through their neighborhood with, with signs. Right. I mean, I am so embarrassed to be a white person, Ralph. I can I just need I am leaning into my Native American side as far as I can get right now because white Americans have totally just 
I, I have no respect for them right now. It's just everything is so incredulous. I mean, we are living – I mean, we could go on and on and keep saying this over and over, and it's like words are just not enough. And like you were about to say, how many more people have to die? You know what they need to – okay, this is what needs to fucking happen. <clears throat> Shit. I'm so fucking simplistic and binary. I love it. Here's the new fucking edict. Planet Eartha. Do not shoot another motherfucking black person. There, I've said it. Black people, go have at it. Do what you need to do. You are not going to get shot. Okay? And let's Thank try you. that for a, and let's just try that for a while. But then you know what the dilemma would be. There'd be some mulatto bitch, right? And then it'd be like, okay, <laughs> like, okay. Like, do we shoot? Only half, do we only half of them. They can only get I'm shot like, on one Just shoot half. the upper half. Shoot the upper half. Shit. You know, but it's just, I don't know how we as a society, this is like being in a cartoon. This is like, say we're on the Jetsons watching this i mean we might as well be watching the administration it's a it's a joke we're running without a conductor it's like when the subway in new york has that third rail and then every now and then there's a little break of the third rail right and and for those split seconds the train is powerless that's what we all are we're fucking powerless you know and then well but you know what's great though but but we we felt like we were powerless, and then what happened after George Floyd? You see, fucking Americans rose up, right? I mean, Americans have come together finally, like we've never seen before. And I, it's not an accident that this is all happening right as the virus is here and the virus in the White House. And we've got like how many more days? Seventy days to the election? I can't add. I don't know, but we just have a few more months to get to the election, and of course, that's going to be a shit show. Because, you know, we're, it, no winner is going to be declared that night. It's going to go on for a few months, of course. But I do believe that enough people have had it and um, are kind of like, we, we, we're not taking this shit anymore. But the saddest part for me, Ralph, is I still have, you know, friends, when I say friends, like people I know that are educated and smart and well-meaning people in all areas of their life, except they still fucking support Donald Trump. And I don't mean I think, no, and I don't no. mean they're supporting his policies. Like I get it that you're part of a party and it used to be that you have Republican par- uh, policies. But now they're actually somehow justifying his behavior, which is mm. like uh, amazing. So anyway, yeah. I just wanted to send our love to the family of Jacob Blake and also to we I don't know the names of the the two people killed by this little fucking piece of shit guy. I'm not going to say his name anymore, but this one poor guy whose arm was blown off on camera. That's horrifying. So, but I just thought, you know, I'm so excited to have our guests because I I think at what better time than to have a spiritual voice, a, a life coach, a medium, somebody that's, you know, has a different insight into things. And um, the best way everyone can follow Raymond is on Instagram. And uh, it's, it's easy. Just go to Instagram at PSY medium Ray. And that's the best place to find him. He's also on Facebook, but without further ado, we want to welcome our very special guest today, Mr. Raymond Gutsman. Hello.
Raymond, how are you? Hi, Raymond, can you hear us? Hello. Hello. Oh, hey guys, how are you today? Oh, good. We thought you were our special guest, Raymond. Who is this? Oh, no, I'm just a caller waiting to speak to Raymond. (laughs) Oh, okay. What's your name? Uh, My name is uh, Teresa. Oh, what a wonderful name. This is Jasper and Ralph. Say hello, Ralph. Hey, hey, Teresa. Hey, Hey, Teresa. Thank you for thank you for calling in and listening to our banter. Yes, uh, we all are eager to speak with Raymond. So this will be a fun time. Yeah, yeah. we thought we (laughs) thought that we thought that that was uh, Raymond when it was you. What a great surprise! Well, we're gonna. um, Yeah. So are you are you a fan of Raymond's? Do you know his work already? Yeah, I know his work. I live, I actually watch his YouTube show. His YouTube show. Oh, oh okay. okay. On celebrities. That's how I recognize the name. Yeah. Oh, oh that's well, fantastic. You. Yeah, this is really, really great. It's so great that he has a following that is choosing to call in. We love that. Yes. Oh, well, yes. I'm going. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna put you back on hold for just one second, if you don't mind, and then we're gonna bring Raymond on as soon as he gets on the line. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, Yeah, that's so wonderful. Okay, great. Yeah, I'm so glad we have a caller already waiting to speak to Raymond. But, um, but no, you know, we've had, you know, in the over the last ten years, you know, Ralph, we've had at least we've had a couple of mediums on. We've had one in Mm -hmm. particular, I remember, who told me I was a natural born healer. Remember? Right. Exactly. you, you, You still can't quite get over that one. But I am a yeah. healer. No, you – yes, <laughs> the heel of a sugar. Okay. <laughs> wow. 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 We really go there. Well, you know what? In the interim, let's just bring it home once again. You know, we always keep our show real, and real things happen. Last week, I ended the show by going, oh, Planet Earth, uh, Jasper's going off to make a movie, and we'll hear all about it, you know, when he comes back next week. How did that work out so far? Well, it was great, and then the sh- then well, I'm not supposed to really talk about it. So, oh, I'm sorry. Um, okay, let's just change. No, 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 no. I'm just saying it's all great. I'm going to be going back. I'm going to be going back Sunday night, and mm-hmm. um, to resume filming, and I should be finished uh, next week. So, okay, you know, I think I'm excited though. I'm looking forward to it. Um, oh, Ralph, I just got a text from Raymond. Oh no, speaking, he goes. Had an emergency come up and cannot make it. I do apologize. Oh my God. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I hope he's okay. I know. I said, well, let's bring Teresa back on and she can fill us in on what she likes about Raymond and what have you. Yeah. Hold on. Wow. Teresa, can you hear okay. us? Okay. Hey guys. Yes. Yes. I oh my goodness. So I just got this text that. Um, Raymond had an emergency and had could not call in today. That's too bad. Oh, too bad. Yes. Teresa, we want we wanted to ask you what compels you to listen to Raymond. Well, one, I'm intuitive, okay, and okay. when I pick up the uh, yeah, and I love his YouTube shows that he that he does on celebrities to get more mm-hmm. insight of what's going on in the life or a celebrity that passed away. So I write out my notes and kind of compare it with his. 
<laughs> to see if oh. I'm on the right track. But I, yeah, yeah. So that's what I do. Um, I I always listen to his stories. So he's he's very gifted, very talented. So. And when you say you are also a, to... I'm sorry. When when you say you are also no, intuitive. Yeah, when you tell everyone what you mean by that, when you say that you're intuitive also. Also, basically, I pick up the uh, energy of other people. That's called mm-hmm. uh, empathic. I'm still a right. newbie to it. I have not been practicing, but yeah, I pick up the energy of people that may have passed on or things that we see in the paper or some some things that will happen tomorrow, and I don't have anyone really to work with or really to confide in about uh, energy that I pick up. But, um, yeah, that's how I kind of pick up uh, my energy. And when I do move, I would love to set up a YouTube page. <laughs> and yeah, when did you no. discover that you had this kind of intuitive talent? I actually discovered it as a kid. I think I was about six years old. But uh, the way I grew up, it kind of dissipated, and then it came back as an adult. But, um for example, if I would go to a funeral, before I even get to the funeral, I will feel the energy of the person that has died, not knowing what mm. it meant. Mm-hmm. Um, even when I was in school, uh, have, people would talk about maybe a death of a, a relative, and that night when I get home, I can feel that person's energy, that dead person's energy. So mm. I didn't know what it meant. I thought I was just being scared, or it was just remembering the uh, story that was being told to me, but I didn't know it was definitely energy. And mm-hmm. so, you know, as now, it's very real. I, I, I can see it. <laughs> it's very real. Wow. It's always there. Yeah. Well, I say that because I feel like in some ways um, I I am sort of empathic, and that's what I was saying to Ralph. Um, we had a former producer, uh, JW, who is also empathic. And so mine tends to be um, – in the in the way a lot of times with uh with illnesses or people's um health issues i can sort of pick up on it and i also i don't know i tend to take on their if i'm speaking to someone and they're telling me about their how they're ill they're not feeling well i i will sometimes start having those same symptoms mm. which is really kind of crazy mm. um but i think I was saying to Ralph in the beginning, you know, I think, a, I think more of us have abilities. I, I call it our intuition, right? You know, the voice of reason, the voice of God or intuition, but I don't know. I think sometimes we're just, our, we're so busy or our thoughts are so scattered. We don't really, we're not paying attention to it sometimes. What do you think I agree about with that? You, yes. I, I totally agree. Um, because I, for example, if I have being that I'm in the process of moving and I have other family issues going on, so sometimes I would get a vision and I would just forget about it. If I don't write it down, it just it just goes out immediately, and mm-hmm. I and I forget. And then I might hear something on the news later. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my goodness, did I pick this up? And then I have to think, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's what it meant. So sometimes if you pay attention to it. It's okay, and then if you're busy or whatever's going on in your personal life, everything becomes scattered, and you and you forget, and then you might right. pick up that same energy later. So yeah, that's how it works for me. Well, without without getting into like politics or whatever, but just the state of the world, you know, the state of the world right now, regardless of 
Democrat, Republican, you know, whatever anybody is. What do you, what is your like sort of spiritual take on things right now? Do you see us as like, it's very symbolic of, you know, there's the metaphysical virus and then there's the physical virus. And do you have any insight into how you think things are going to happen, you know, going forward or what's your take on the state of the affairs right now? I know we're putting you on the spot, but I'm just curious if you had any <laughs> feelings about it. <laughs> Let's see here. What do I pick up? I'm not really, okay, I'll be honest. I'm not really, I'm not really seeing any, like I'm not really feeling, if something comes, okay, I'm not really seeing anything right now, and everything seems to be at a standstill. Right. So in regards to the COVID, I think it might actually, uh, I don't know, I keep hearing different theories about how the, how the whole COVID-19 thing started, but right. I wouldn't be surprised if some people come forward. I see a man, I see a lady. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were to come forward and give more information on how it actually really started or I don't know. People, I, two people told me it started from, uh, for example, um, airplanes riding in the skies or helicopters riding in the skies. I'm not sure what it's called. I I heard that theory, and I do oh. see, I do see I do see a man. I do see a lady. I do see someone. Their lips are very tight right now. But I do uh-huh. see someone someone coming forward with some information. People may not believe it, or I'm not sure. But something is going to come. Something is going to come forward. Did you oh, say wow. sky? Did you say writing in the sky? Yeah. What is it like sky writing? Oh, like with the pl- with the airplanes yeah. when the the the, uh, the trail of the airplane the the exhaust or whatever you call it from behind. You know. Yeah. The, when writing, yeah. You're selling words in the sky. Yeah. Oh, uh, right. Like know. in the wizard. Someone told me that. Like a cryptic. Like in the wizard. Like a cryptic like thing. The Wizard of Oz when it says surrender, Dorothy, up in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. And, and two or three people. Yeah. Now tell me, Teresa, where can, are you on social media at all? Do you have people follow you? No, not as of yet. I was in the process. I'm in the process of moving. Once I move, then oh. I'll have all the computer equipment to get set up. But I would love to definitely. Oh. Can you tell us? I mean, this is personal, but what what part of America are you in? America or Europe? I'm in America. I'm in the uh, United States. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, we yeah, have because we have listeners all over. Thank God, we have listeners. We, we have a big big fan base in in uh, France which is great oh. but yeah it's just interesting when you look at the the listeners all over the world i, I mean i you know for some reason they dig us in france <laughs> which is great <laughs> teresa i want to ask you this question then because now you have become a radio celebrity just right. by accident oh you know, yeah. So, um, you're, yeah, just let everybody know in your family, you know, I'll help you with the packing, um, in a few <laughs> minutes, but, um, I'm on the air right now. So back the F up. Okay. Um, <laughs> for example, and yeah, we're, we're all being put on the spot because this is all impromptu. When you hear about these horrific killings, like you might have heard Jasper and I talking at the beginning of the show with Jacob and with George and Brianna, the litany goes on, unfortunately. 
What as an empath, what does that do to you when you see that? Hmm. What does it do? Now, which I do apologize, okay? I haven't been looking at the news lately. Okay, which murders are you talking about? I know, isn't it? Isn't it sad that you have to say? In yeah. uh, this week in Wisconsin, there was a unarmed, uh, another un- unarmed black guy who was shot seven times oh, in the yeah. back in Wisconsin, and yeah. that's where they've been having the. Um, well, I don't want to say riots. We've been having the protests this week since it happened. Um, but I think what we're saying is like, are we're, we were saying we just get, we don't want to get numb to it. You know, that's what we don't want to happen. And so, but the, it, it, we have to place that, that anger, that rage somewhere, you know? And so you just start feeling helpless at a certain point. Like, what can you do? Cause it's not stopping. You know what? It, it's not stopping. I see. I this is my take on it, and believe it or not, like I said, sometimes I pick up the energy, and it, a, a person could be possibly uh, a person uh, being shot for bit, uh, or that. Well, okay, I can pick up on the energy sometimes of a. It, it may not happen like the same week. It could. It may have happened maybe a month in advance or a few weeks back. When I pick up on the energy of that. There's something that I there's something that I can do. I'm at the point where I say, you know what? I, this, I mean, what am I gonna do? There's something that I can do. But I think that far as the officers, uh, as far as the police department in Wisconsin, I think it's uh, it all depends on the hiring process, mm-hmm. how they hire people, um, how they train I know them, where I, how they're trained, yeah, what their belief systems are. So I think it plays into to who they should hire, who they should not hire, because mm-hmm. it looks like anyone can become a police officer as long as you pass the test. So it's why do you want to be, become a police officer? So um, far as the uh, this guy being shot seven times, I think it was sad. I think that um, the police officer that pulled the trigger, he didn't have to do it, but Mm-mm. something could have been going on on his mind or he may have had anger issues. He he just it could be a race a race issue. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a couple of things. That's how I that's how I see it. But um, I don't think he should have been shot seven times. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like um, there were other officers. I mean, the guy Jacob did not look to be that that big. You know, he didn't look that powerful from from the TV. I mean, it looked like those officers could have just all grabbed him. You know, I mean, the officer already was grabbing him by the back of the shirt. I think they could have just pulled him out to the ground and, and handcuffed him. It's, and it's will we ever that, find out? Will we ever find out? I'm, I'm no, I'm cutting you off. I'm sorry, Jasper. No, go ahead. No, will, no. Will, will we ever find out? Why did you shoot him seven times? Why did you shoot exactly. him? Number one. Then, if you shot him once, why? What made you pull the trigger when there was no danger to you? Right. Was it because there was an audience, and now you feel glorified? Because that's what I feel is happening. I mean, look at the George Floyd murder, Teresa and Jasper. That was murder. He, the man, that George is dead. Yeah. Jacob is still alive. We, the the planet watched a murder 
And this wasn't no episode of Bonanza or Ray Donovan. This was real fucking life watching a man get murdered with an audience of his peers and an audience of innocent bystanders. And that motherfucker is not incarcerated or anything. So when other simple-minded officers across the planet see things like that, they're like, shit, I'm going to get my day in the sun too. And because it's becoming glorified. If all he is getting for punishment right now is uh, don't come back to the department and we will still pay you, that's analogous to those idiots in Washington going, well, don't give out $600 to these people because they won't look, it won't give them an incentive to look for work, you know? So it's like, That's why, Teresa, and you don't know me from the man in the moon, I feel a decapitation should occur. (laughs) And and when these and once more decapitations happen to these officers, maybe some of these other corrupt officers might sit back up in their little locker rooms and go, look, man, we need to be careful now because they're starting to cut off our heads. You know, (laughs) maybe that is what it takes, because I was just reading in the paper, Jasper and Teresa. Here in Los Angeles, in Compton, those motherfuckers are all corrupt because they have something called ghost gun, which means they'll come up – the police officer will come up to a suspect, right? They don't see anything on the suspect, but they'll go, he's got a gun. Then no gun is ever turned up or presented, but they do that. So in the event a gun is found – that police mm-hmm. officer will be awarded. So once again, it is all about trying to move up the flagpole, and you'll do it any way you can. Move up the flagpole to do what? To be the head of some other assholes? Well, I, I, a few years back, I, I had a wonderful guest. Her name was uh, Cheryl Dorsey, and she's a retired L.A. Uh, police captain, and she wrote a book called Bleeding Blue. And, and now, she, if you see her, she's on CNN all the time, and she's become a, a renowned uh, spokesperson on police brutality. And in her book, Bleeding Blue, she talks about all the corruption in the LAPD, where they planted drugs on people, they planted weapons. But um, if you follow her, also Cheryl Dorsey on Instagram, you'll be amazed because she, you know, she left, and now she's telling it from the inside and what really went on and. Um, I that that's one of my favorite interviews I ever did. I was still blown away by the information that she told us at that time. So, well, listen, Teresa, thank you so much for joining us. And please, please keep listening and and, and don't let this, you know, listen in. And and, and we it's a pleasure to meet you. And we're going to reschedule Raymond so that you'll be seeing when he's coming back on. And uh, I just texted him and wished him all the best with hopefully everything's okay. Okay, you're welcome. And once I get set up, okay, all the movies to uh, to the psychic world. But once I get set up, I definitely, you never know, I can come on, one, come on your show one day as a guest. Yeah, it would be great. Not right now, but yeah. I was going to say, call in whenever you want. Now, Teresa, I want to know something again. Um, Does Raymond know who you are? I don't think he knows who I am. I don't, I doubt it. I don't think. Okay. He, I don't think he knows who I am. <laughs> and how do you spell Teresa with an H or without? It's with an H. 
Okay. I was just curious because, see, now this is where communication comes in, Teresa, because, you know, my next question to Raymond would be like, oh, God, Teresa calls in, and he'd be like, Teresa who? And I was like, I don't know, some woman named Teresa Gurr. So that's why, you know, I'll, I'll understand better, you know, just what the dynamic is, which is totally honest and fabulous. Uh, you know, I'll be letting Raymond know that one of your listeners was supportive enough to call in to be with you, but after your unfortunate emergency, was nice enough to stay on and chat with us and give us some very good insight, Teresa. And I appreciate that because you were put on the spot, but you're empathic, and that's the topic of our show. So I just really thank you for being a team player and participating. Yeah, thank you, Teresa. And that is one of my favorite names, so. Oh, yes. thank you. I really appreciate it. Okay, guys. Thanks so, so much. Have a great evening. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, what a sweetheart. That was yeah, really that nice. Was, yeah, that was really lovely. You know, I wanted to talk to Raymond, too, because his some of his predictions for 2019 mm-hmm. are like, oh, my God, how did you know this? Because tell tell everybody what what you yes what I you, am what he I'm getting my I'm getting my notes out so <clears throat> Raymond Guzman does something on his website he does celebrity predictions and just general worldwide predictions and for 2019 he predicted that the flu season would be one of the worst. He said that healthy people will also develop this flu. And he said, but first he talked about a flu that was going to go through Mexico and decimate a lot of people there. Then he says, um, and also another disease that is airborne and will affect parts of Asia and possibly spread, but will be contained. Okay. Well, that part, um, was a little off about containment, but another disease that is airborne and infect parts of Asia. And he said, and this was published on November 26, 2018. Right. And he was saying that. So that's oh, wow. That, so listen, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I looked at the date to see like, you know, because some things that are said, we can all say, I, I predict that there's going to be more racial inequality. Okay, well, uh, yeah, th- that's okay. You know, we can all say that as long as you've been on the planet. But if you're saying in 2018, there's going to be some airborne flu that affects part of Asia, and um, it will possibly spread, but it will be contained. Well, I guess he is right in the sense that, yes, it is going to be contained eventually, but I thought that was pretty close to home. And he also said there were going to be major hurricanes in Louisiana. Hello. Wow. Ralph, hold on. We have another caller. See who we have here. Hi, you're on the air. Who is this? Hi, my name is Patricia. Patricia, how are you? Welcome to the show. Uh, good. Uh, thank you. A first-time caller. <clears throat> oh, thank you so much. Well, were you calling to talk to Raymond? Yes. Well, unfortunately, he had an emergency, and he could not be on tonight, so we're going to reschedule him. But we've been, we've been wanted to take the calls that were calling in. Are you 
someone that follows him regularly? No, I have not heard of him. Are you oh, a leader? Okay. <clears throat> I'm sorry? Are you a reader? No, no. I um this is Jasper and my co host Ralph. And Hey Patricia, welcome. Hi. Yeah, no, we were so we were just having uh Raymond Guzman on as our guest. Um but we had we had another lady call in who's an empath and we were just discussing how all of us on some level have, you know, instincts and voice of reason within us and we don't always listen to it but are you do you feel sometimes you have that sort of psychic ability as well uh yes yeah, yeah yeah how in which how does yeah. it manifest how how does how do you see that uh well it uh i tend to be uh clairsentient um okay. clairvoyant that seems to be uh-huh. my two strongest Okay. And is it and, something you've uh, ha- always always had or did it just got stronger as you got older or I believe I always had it. I wasn't always aware of paying attention. And mm-hmm. then as I have gotten older, uh, I I paid more attention to it and learned to uh embrace it and respect it and honor it. Mhm. Right. That's what it, yeah, that's what we were saying earlier how, you know, I wonder how many of us are just are so busy or our minds are racing, we you know, we're not meditating, we're not quiet enough that sometimes things probably may be coming our way and we're not even aware of it. But we don't put the pieces together, you know. Do you feel like um do you feel like people uh spirits come to us in our dreams? Because I've heard that a lot of people feel that's in a dream state. It's when we're most vulnerable and the best time to be visited by spirits. Well, I would say it depends on the person. Right. Because uh, it doesn't, you know, always happen when I sleep. Right. Um, it probably, you know, it probably helps with anyone to, you know, have a clear, calm, quiet mind. Mm-hmm. You know, your wake hours, <clears throat> especially. Right. Okay, well, Patricia, let me ask you this then. Since your clairvoyant senses have become more profound as you got older, when this whole COVID thing was happening and what we're going through now, what is your body, what vibrations do you get from all of this? Oh, well, I'm, I'm, uh, it's, uh, it's, I was surprised and shocked, just like many people were. Um, And I basically, um, um, I believe it's just something suspicious about it, where the whole world had to be at home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, you you had to, you know, be indoors or, you know, you couldn't, be at work, and I, I'm just suspicious about that. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Course, you know, harm that it has done, um, you know, worldwide, and um, and just how a lot of people there, they are not taking it serious. 
Mm. Right. That's true. That's true. What part of the country? What part of the country do do you live in? Oh, I'm in the Midwest. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, it's interesting. I just the the entire world right now, regardless of politics or anything, you know, everything seems to be off balance in so many ways. And I always believe that lightness, light always outshines darkness eventually. So if enough people come together collectively and get on the same page mentally, I don't believe there's any such thing as an idle thought. So I think all of our thoughts go out into the universe and manifest. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like we all have to come together in one positive mindset of wanting to make things better because right now we're so divided, you know, the country is so divided. Well, a lot of things have always been going on. It's just when it's happened to particular groups of people, but sure, other groups of people just weren't paying attention because it wasn't happening to them. Exactly. That's right. So, that's right. Which is, so, I mean, which in a way the the, pan, the pandemic forced mm-hmm. so many people to be, not busy and having to see it for the, you know, really look at it and experience it. Well, and yeah, yeah. Well, unfortunately it was a disadvantage, but when people were home and, you know, we, we saw and heard, you know, the murder of George right. Floyd and so many mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, well, you know, why weren't you shocked before? Why mm-hmm. did it take? And I mean, it's still going on. I mean, mm-hmm. sure. we still have some policemen who are just yeah. You know, oh no, no, you're absolutely right. You, you know, and to and to that point, Patricia, it's what Jasper said. I had made a faux pas by saying we as a people community are powerless. And Jasper was like, "Mm, we're not powerless because all these people have banded together now to try to make a change. And he's absolutely right with that because to your point, Patricia, when this has been going on before, you know, and nobody did anything about it because it didn't affect them. Well, this time it did affect them, whether you were black or not, it affected you because now you're seeing a murder in real time, and we're not supposed to see that in real life. We're only supposed to see that in, on TV. We're only supposed to see that in telling our kids, get, turn that station to something else that's more pleasant. But when you see it just in our living rooms, it's like, yeah, people did band together. So to your point, Jasper, yes, I was wrong to say that we're not powerless if we all stand up and do something. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm frustrated because I feel powerless because this police officer just got off and is getting paid. Now, there's an example of, okay, we'll defund a salary, okay? (laughs) Like, you know, do some. Do well, that's, I mean, to... but that's the same, that, that's the standard thing that happens. You know, they all, well, sometimes though they will, you know, put them on leave with, without pay. But the point is, it's back to what we were saying earlier. They're protected by unions, which, which put a shield around them. And they're, you know, they're, they're they have their due diligence. They have to be, mm-hmm. you know, they have to be, go through the court of law and all that. So it's, it's, but like Patricia was saying, you know, this is probably like the 50th, uh, you know, murder, uh, mm-hmm. at least the 10th the that we've seen. We have seen the video footage live on TV, but most people were not stuck at home forced to watch it because they were just not too busy doing something else, you know, ignoring. They, 
They would have seen it later when they got home from work or when they tuned into their devices. But to your point, more people saw it as it was happening. Remember that guy? This was a while back, and I don't remember his name. He was a black man running out of a liquor store or something. He was running down the street and got shot in the back. Mm-hmm. And, well, there's okay. so many. I mean, sadly, it's like you say that scenario, and I'm like, uh, let's pick from like six different times, you know? Oh, it's so yeah, hard. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's really, really hard. I mean, and what more words can we say? I mean, like, we're just in a hor- like you said, burn it down and start all over again. You know, I was having this horrible thought, you guys. This is really horrible and dark, but so what? What if this was a new edict? Just this is just all f- fantasy. Not fantasy. This is just you know um, fiction. Okay, Planet Eartha. The time has come where we all need to be obliterated. All the good people and all the bad people on planet Eartha are going to expire in 28 days. So now is the time to make any amends you've ever wanted to do with anyone. There's no point in getting your affairs in order, per se, because we're all about to die. So use this time now to pray, reflect, or whatever. The earth is going to disintegrate, and we will either spiritually see you again when a new uh, kingdom is developed, or this is the end of it. Wouldn't that be horrific? Uh, yeah. What would, what would be the point? The point is to start over again with a new society because everything is so corrupt and ugly now how are like we have so much quagmire to crawl up from you know to get things right with all this racial inequality i just was being overly dramatic when this jacob thing just happened like like you had said just how many how much how many more people are going to have to get shot for something definitive to happen. I mean, wasn't George Floyd the ultimate, you know, camel that broke the, the straw that broke the camel's back? Well, and now you would think so, but here we are in the middle of a, of the, you know, an election and the Republican National Convention is going on right now. Meanwhile, another case happens and it's, it's always, a, it's always a white officer shooting a black person. You know, it's like, it's not always, but 99% of the time it happens that way. So, yeah. well, Patricia, thank you so much for, for calling in. The show is coming to the end, and uh, I'm sorry uh, Raymond was not here, but we're going to reschedule him. So, All right. Thank you. Please keep, please keep yeah, listening. Thank you so much. Great. Thank you. Great to meet you. Oh, Ralph, listen. Wow. Well, Raymond well, really sh- elicited some great guests. That was fun. I know. I feel like, you know what? Well, they, they at least we got to meet two wonderful new listeners, and hopefully Le- they'll continue, uh, come back to the show. Hopefully we didn't scare them away. But I love the fact that it's like, yeah, we're putting you on the spot, whatever. You're on plan. This is worldwide, girl. So, listen, <laughs> how do you feel about murder and death and racial inequality? Okay, go. <laughs> yeah, they, they were expecting Raymond to answer their questions. And, well, exactly. When, well, when, you know, Teresa's 
she's an empath, so I thought, well, here's your opportunity uh, to to show us, you know, do your magic here. No, absolutely. No, I think this worked out really great. I mean, I hope Raymond is okay um, because, you know, Scott had an emergency, you know, two weeks ago. So these things happen. Right. Luckily, Scott's pet is okay. So hopefully Raymond's okay. But, yeah, I was really eager to talk to him, especially after listening, reading his predictions, Jasper, right? Yeah, and, oh you know, Raymond God. is also a friend of our dear Melanie Martin. Oh, so. Yes, actually, that's how we have come to know Raymond is through Melanie. And oh, um, Melanie, she's another. Fa- oh God, I haven't talked to Melanie or seen her in a while. Talk about a beauty girl. I know. Well, you know, we have this new show in Nashville with her, so we were we were already, you know, thinking about Raymond would be a great addition to to make appearances on the show as oh. sort of a, a spiritual coach, life coach kind of thing. So I see. Uh huh. That's something we're working on um, as we speak. So anyway, Ralph, listen, it's been another great show. Um, Give a big kiss to Rose. I'm not really ready to go yet. I feel oh, like okay. I, well, yeah, I, you, you have more to say. You you can well, keep talking. I mean, nobody, it won't be, it won't be recorded. Nobody will be listening. <laughs> right. I mean, you can, I mean, you, you, you do that all day long by yourself. Oh, anyway. anyway oh my goodness. No, Jasper, thank you uh, for bringing me on board once again. Our shows are terrific. And these two callers just lets me know, like, this is what life is about. You just call in and say what you need to say. Right. And that's what we do. That We have this show here because we want to, we want to kiki and connect every week and uh, just go off, fly off the cuff. And, you know, if, if we had to, we could do a three hour show and just talk about ourselves. Oh, my goodness. I was ready to ask you some more questions. I was all ready to ask you some more questions about your upcoming project, but I will wait until next week. Yes, yes. So by the – yes, that's a good point. Next week when we come back live to you, same time, I'll be able to talk to you more about the film that I'm working on. But in the meantime, everyone, please be safe. Don't forget also to, you know, catch our shows on all the other platforms. And Ralph, give give Rose a big kiss. And um, I absolutely will. Thank you, Jasper. And we'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye, everybody. Bye, Planet Earth. Thanks for checking out One on One with Jasper Cole. Check out past episodes and get the latest as they're released. Subscribe today on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube.